Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's prayer and story time. Welcome to the Ark of the Covenant Ministry, prayer and story time, where we get an opportunity to present to you the man, Christ Jesus, where some receive him as their Lord and Savior, where others get an opportunity to get strength, hope, and direction, where others' faith is built up, where we get an opportunity to present to you stories, testimonies, laughter, and sometimes a song or two. Welcome. My name is Reverend Hill. I am here with my lovely wife, Holy Ghost Field, anointed from above. And we are here today as she is given a message from above. Now I want you to sit back, situate yourselves, and prepare your hearts and minds to receive right now what God has given to her and hear what thus saith the Lord. Good morning, good morning, good morning, our faithful friends and listeners, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you newcomers and listeners. Welcome to Ark of the Covenant Ministries with Reverend Derek Hill. We are very glad to have you here today, and I did miss being with you guys yesterday. Yesterday, I was kind of a bit under the weather, a lot under the weather yesterday, so I couldn't be with you all, but God understands, okay? So, we are going to continue our series on real life testimonies and storms has many forms of coming to us and life has many storms storms comes in many forms so we're going to finish our testimonies and our questions and answers and things like that and we're here to laugh together pray together cry together we're here just to rejoice in the lord together and we are always going to open up the doors where we we want to just pray for the world. We want to pray for peace all over the world. We want to pray for the sick and the lowly. We want to pray that God will lift them up. We want to pray for people that Satan has bound with strongholds and shackles on their legs and chains on their arms and just got them roped up. We want to pray that God would break all those strongholds right now in the name of Jesus. And we want to pray for people that have lost loved ones, friends, neighbors. Some people even lose pets that they love very much. So we want to pray that God will comfort the hearts of those people. We want to pray for a special deliverance. And also we want to pray for a revival. We need a revival. Everybody, every day, need to just lift up their hands and bow their heads or fall on their knees and bow their heads to God and pray and ask God to turn them around, to make change in their lives for the better. And those are the things that we want to ask God for. So we're going to pray for a world revival for the better of things. 
In Jesus' name we pray. And I also want to pray that God would open up the minds of those that are listening this morning and give them a clear understanding of this message that none may become offended, but they may get something out of it from them or tell a friend. Tell a friend to tune in and listen and watch on YouTube. Tell a friend, tell a family member, but we hope that you get something out of every testimony that is given that you may take and apply to your lives or tell someone else about it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. We know that storms come in many forms, and we know that it comes in joblessness, abortions, drugs, divorces, accidents, violence, alcoholism, depression, death, all type of abuse, sickness, loneliness, fears, pornography. We know it comes in rape. We know it comes in trafficking. We know that all these demons do not come from up above, but they come from Satan. So we just going to pray that God would help us. And if there's any of you that are listening, I'm sure that there are many and all <coughs> that are listening. I'm sure that if any of these things apply to your life, we're praying right now in the name of Jesus that those spirits and curses be broken. Amen. 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 I'm going to begin with our testimony. Our first testimony comes from, my name is Cassandra. My husband and I are in ministry. He also go on radio broadcast, which he has been doing for over 10 years. But my problem is he wants me to make, he wants to make me join him now that he has seen you and your wife, Reverend Hill, talk, and we can see you physically, actually. We've never seen your wife, but her presence is there. And I'm not cut out for the radio, for things of the such. But he always ridicule and criticize me, and we never get along. And he tells me that I'm not faithful in the Lord. I am a saved woman. I do love the Lord. But I'm just not cut out for what he wants me to do. What do you and your wife think about that? Well, Ms. Cassandra, we thank you so much today for your testimony. And I hope that your husband is there beside you and listening. And that's what this ministry is about. It's not to tear each other down, but it's to bring each other up. It's so that we may learn with a clear understanding what the Word of God is all about. But we're also here to help each other grow, to know that we are flesh and blood, so we do have to fight against the flesh. We do have to fight against spiritual wickedness because we're being attacked by Satan every second. Satan is attacking us and marriages and families. And so my opinion is, you said you're a saved woman. You, you, you at church, you serve God every day, but that's not cut out for you. So... The thing is with me is it's good for a husband and wife to be in ministry together. That's one of the best things in life. But you are in ministry. If you're a saved woman, you all go to church together. You serve God. You may not be cut out, like you said, for radio. That's something that he felt like he was called to do and something that he wants to do, then let him do it. 
And if you don't feel like that is for you and God has not called you to do it, you can't let nobody make you or force anything on you because they want you to do it. You know, so I'm sure that he should have an understanding of knowing that, well, maybe that's what I was called to do, but my wife wasn't. You know, uh, Sister Cassandra, I know a lot of families that the wife really don't do anything with him in this ministry if that's what he chooses to do. And, and, and if that's what he wants to do, you said for 10 years he's been doing radio. And that's a good thing. And you said you say, you know, the only thing we're required by God is to accept him. We're required by God to, to, to love him and to accept him as our Lord and Savior. That's the only way we're going to ever see heaven, to have faith and to trust him. You know, for whosoever shall believe on Christ, we have heaven. We saved from that moment on. So he doesn't say that you got to be on radio with your husband. You got to do none of those things. I'm doing it by choice. And I'm doing it because I want to do it. I'm not doing it because my husband told me to do it or because I'm being forced to do it. I'm doing it because I want to do it. And because this is something that I feel like right now uh, God is happy to see me do. I'm here because my heart is overwhelmed and overjoyed to know that there are listeners, not just you and your husband, but all over the world. And to give the word of God is not that I am braggadocious within myself or that I'm trying to, you know, you got a lot of people, in other words, that try to steal the glory from God. I'm just real. I'm just, I just believe in being real and open with things. And you find a lot of times, and they don't think that they are sometimes, uh, they don't, sometimes you might not even have a direct intent to, to do it, but sometimes that's the way it is. And God is a jealous God. And a lot of times you could get so open to doing things you want more and more and more than he's trying to, you said, force you to do it. Well, did she do it? Then this and that. Another, you said after he saw us do it, everything that's for somebody else and not for somebody else. And what's for him might not be for you. And if that's what makes him feel good is to do radio, then let, let him knock himself out. Amen. It's good if he's doing it for Christ and not doing it for the attention of himself because he needs that type of attention drawn to him. A lot of times we can do things and then we sit down and we think about it somebody may say something to us about it and that's not really for the glory of God at all it's for the praise for man for yourself to pat on the shoulder for yourself look at what you doing oh look at you oh you doing this you've been doing radio for 10 years so then he watched us like you said and heard us and seen y'all physically see my husband and so now he want to make you do something that you don't feel that you were called to do and if you don't feel that you are called to do it and you're doing it to make him happy or you're doing it just for glory, that's part of his glory to make him happy. You're only supposed to glorify Christ Jesus. Now, me, myself, when I called my husband yesterday, I, I really was not in a position where I felt like talking to nobody. See, when I talked to God yesterday when he woke me up and, and I opened my eyes, I didn't have to lift my tongue. I could talk to God in my mind. Have you ever just prayed to yourself in your mind, your lips didn't move, your tongue didn't move, but you just talked to God? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You said whatever it was from your heart to God, and you sent that prayer up. Well, as the day went along and I was out, it's not about being seen on radio or even being heard. You know what it's about? I wasn't on radio doing what I'm doing to this morning and saying what I'm saying this morning like I do every morning. But you know what it's all about? 
leading at least one. If you don't lead but one soul to Christ, God is pleased with that. You are a soul winner, and everybody don't understand. It's not all about what you do to be seen and heard to do. It's about what God is watching me do. So God saw the few souls that I got yesterday. Amen. He heard the people that I prayed for yesterday. He heard me just now when I prayed for the world. You know what? That love covers a multitude because God said it does. So it's not all about, you know, if I was laying on my back sick and in the hospital, God forbid. But I don't know how I might wake up one morning, what position I may go to bed. And I don't know how this day may begin or end for me today. But you know what? As long as I'm still in my right mind and I can pray to God, I'm going to do it as long as I'm laying down. If I'm paralyzed all over and one soul or one nurse or one doctor come in that room, if I can lift my lip and tongue to move my, I can pray. I could ask them, do they know Jesus? Do they believe in Jesus? Do they believe that he was born of her? Do he, they believe he's the son of the living God? Do they, he, they believe that he died and he rose again on the third day? And most of all, do they believe that he died for mine and your sins? Do they believe he paid the sin debt for our sins? So it's not all about the glory that you get from always being seen and always being heard. You know what? It's all about giving God that glory and telling somebody about Jesus. Because like you always hear me say, it ain't about you. It ain't about me. It ain't about us. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. And it don't take all day. I always will believe it. Always have. My grandfather always told me that from a little girl. I don't believe it take all day to do nothing. So to want to be seen and heard and, you know, and all that. You found a whole lot of people, they go through that in life. I've, I've seen and I know a whole lot of people, they go through that. But if that's what makes them feel good, if that's what they feel like God has called them to do, then don't you interfere. Let him do his radio. He's been doing it for 10 years. You don't know he might be getting something out of that. You know, uh, besides, you know, besides the glory for himself or besides people watching him or looking at him or, or hearing him or patting him on the shoulder. Yeah, man, you know, he has to be the one to realize that that's what's for him, but he also needs to be made to realize it's not for you. So if it's something that you don't, feel that God called you to do or something you don't feel in your heart that you want to do. I, I've heard men tell me, watch, well, you ain't dedicated like you just said. The same thing you told you, or you ain't devoted, or you may start something, you don't finish it. I may start something, and God may tell me, my heart this is not for you. No, I'm not going to finish it. You know, so that's the way you have to be. You have to stand ground. I'm not going to finish it because I'm not doing this to please you. Whatever I do is to glorify God. It's not to glorify man here on earth. Whether it's your husband, your son, your pastor, your mother, your children. Whatever you do, do it in the name of Jesus. Do it to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever you do. So as long as you are a saved woman and he can't say, well, I'm saved and she not. Or she like this and I'm not. Or this or that and the other. You are a saved woman. You know you love God. It's a whole lot of people go to church on Sundays. And they serve God. They don't work in the nursery, the women. The men are not deacons. The men are not uh, uh, those that pass the offering tray around. They are not in the choir. But their hearts is with God because they love the Lord Jesus Christ. And the most important thing is your salvation. The most important thing more than going to church, being on any radio, being heard or seen by anybody is your salvation. The most important thing in the world is if you die today, can you say that heaven is your home? 
So don't ever let anyone make you feel guilty because of what you're not doing. Oh, she ain't even in the nursery. I said, I've heard people say that about, oh, she won't even take a RU class. Or she don't even want to teach a Sunday school class. Her poor husband. A lot of times if you feel like you that unequally yoked, then you should have married somebody else. You know, and a lot of people get unequal yokeness mixed up with what your wife don't want to do or what your husband don't want to do. That don't have nothing to do because they won't bow down and do what it is that you want them to do. Unequal yokeness is saved with an unbeliever. That's an unsaved person. You can't tell me I'm not saved because I don't want to do what you want me to do because you want to take the place of God and call me to do it. So... That's the way you have to look at it. That's what you want me to do. It's not what God called me to do. So you have to stand ground, and you have to be his wife, and you don't have to be rude about it. I don't care if he's listening or not. I wish he really is. And you all need to sit down and have a, a husband and wife talk, you know, and bring God into it. Put the Bible in front of you and bring God into it. You do not have to do what he's doing. I believe that both should be saved. I mean, if you got married and neither one of you were saved, or if he got married to Chosa, marry unsaved woman, if you got married to Chosa, marry unsaved man, then woe to you. You know, you got to be the one to deal with, with that. It's not like you walked into something blind or into something dark because you didn't. But, you know, a lot of times people just don't understand. It's not being seen and heard and yapping and jumping up and down all the time and people seeing you. And, you know, they should see, you know, the, the song, I saw Jesus in you. I saw Jesus in you. I mean, that's what counts. You should know God's people different from everybody else in the world. People should be able to look at you and tell she's a saved woman or that's a saved man or that's a saved family right there. A lot of times you don't know the difference because so many Christians behave like the world. We can't tell the difference, but people should be able to say the same thing that that song, I saw Jesus in you. Oh, Jesus in you. They're supposed to be able to see Jesus in you. He's supposed to reflect through you, reflect through your behavior, reflect through the way you talk, reflect as a woman the way you carry yourself, reflect through your husband as a man of God, reflect through the way he talks, reflect through the way he behaves around other women, reflect the way he would talk or speak to someone else because you know when he opened his mouth or when you open your mouth, you're supposed to see Jesus in this person. So that's my opinion. I will be praying for you. Uh, if you decide to do it, that's you, but I would do it if I'm called to do it or if I feel as though I want to do it in my spirit. And if you don't want to do it, I wouldn't advise you to play with God. I wouldn't advise you to do something that's going to make you miserable because it pleases him and make him happy because that's something he chose to do for 10 years and that's what he want to do. But tell somebody about Jesus every day and always be a woman, be a light of the world and always let Jesus be seen in you. Amen. Amen, Sister Cassandra. So I'm going to turn it over to the Reverend. Okay, honey. All right, sure. Thank you. And this Sister Cassandra, God bless you. Thank you for uh, you uh, writing in to us with your testimony. We're we grateful that you and your husband listen. Uh, we thank God for him and his ministry that he's doing. And uh, uh, he, uh, let me uh, say this for all of uh, our pastors that's listening and all of our followers that's, that's listening and, and uh, 
what me and my wife do here, this is not something that uh, we woke up one morning and uh, this just happened. We woke up one morning, we jumped on the computer and we said, we're going to do this. Amen. Amen. This is not something that uh, uh, I started doing when I met my wife. This is Amen. This is not something my wife started doing when I met her. Amen. See, listen. You have to understand. Now, I, I, I want you to understand this, and 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 this is where a lot of people get. Com a little bit confused with uh, service, ministry, and where God is trying to put you. There's a difference between service, ministry, and where God is trying to put you. With the disciples, this before Jesus even called the disciples, each one of the disciples went to Hebrew school when they were little kids. They they because they had to go to Hebrew school because they was Jewish. So from the time they was five to the time they was thirteen years old, they went to school. They had to go to the Jewish schools. Every Jewish kid went. They were no different than any other Jewish kid. Now, in order for them to go beyond that, the priest had to select them. They selected the best kid, and they went beyond that to be trained by one of the priests. These men were not one of the best of the best. So when they had their bar mitzvah, they graduated and went through their bar mitzvah and became men and they went on to work. Had them a job and went to work as a man, a Jewish man. Now, when Jesus came along, then Jesus called them. Now, notice what Jesus did once he called them. He didn't send them straight out to perform, he took them and trained them for three years. He walked with them for three years. And then he sent them out with the Holy Spirit after three years. Now I'm telling you this because then they had a ministry. They was in service as they were being trained with Jesus. That was, they was in service with Jesus. They had a ministry when they were sent out to go do what Jesus sent them to do. They was in service when they was walking with Jesus. They had a ministry when Jesus sent them out after they had been trained and they knew what God had sent them to do. Every member in the body of Christ uh, is in service with God because God given us a service to do. He told us to go forth and tell and teach 
everybody about the good news of Jesus Christ. In other words, tell people what God has done for you. Tell people about how he has transformed your life. How Jesus has saved your life. How he has taken you out the miry clay. Tell them. Everybody is commissioned to do that. Everybody is to feed the hungry. If you're able to give somebody a piece of bread, give them a piece of bread. If you see somebody naked, give them a shirt to put on their body. If somebody is sick, go by and visit them. He given everybody that commission who is in the body of Christ. He's given everybody that commission to show love. Everybody that's a part of the body of Christ has that commission to do. That's the service of those that are saved and believers of Jesus Christ. That's the service. Now, your ministry is what God has called you to do. Now, your ministry might take preparation for you to do. Now understand that this, what I do, I've been doing this for years. Long before I ever met my wife. People used to thought I was crazy. I used to walk down Broadway holding the phone. People, people would tell my wife now, I used to see that man walking down Broadway talking to himself. I used to thought that man was crazy as a rolling. <laughs> they told that Because I'd be walking, but they didn't know I had a cell phone in my hand. And I'd be walking down Broadway telling, talking into the phone, but I'd be telling a story or something. And the homeless people be waiting on me to get through with the story so I can pass out the sandwiches and the little milk I had. And I'll be going into the abandoned houses looking to see if anybody had passed or anything. Because that's what, what I did on a daily basis. I've been doing this for years. All down in the red light district. Where I knew where the homeless slept and all this here. So this wasn't something new. This ain't nothing new. This is what I've been doing for years. Long before I ever met my wife. I used to have a radio show. On the radio in Gary. Had a radio show doing the same thing. Been doing this stuff for years. So this is nothing new for me. It's nothing new for my wife to tell the good news. My wife been teaching women's groups and been, and, and been teaching long before she met me. Long before she met me. This is long before she, I ever knew that she even existed on this planet. She's been teaching and, 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 been, and, and, and been studying the word of God long before I even know she even existed. Now, each one of us have our own ministry. This is not the only thing that I do. Each one of us have our own ministry. 
My wife has her own personal ministry that she do. She has a help ministry. My wife, is, she has a desire to help everybody. And, 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 and sometimes I have to, uh, 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 we have to talk about the help because sometimes it get overwhelming and stuff like that. We, we talk about it together. Uh, uh, I have other things that I do, but together, we'll come together as we have come together in this particular ministry. You, we, I can't, you don't force a ministry upon nobody. Because see, number one, I didn't call my wife unto salvation. I didn't save my wife. You didn't save an individual. So if you didn't save her, you couldn't save the individual. You didn't pay the price. You don't own them. You can't guide them and you can't lead them. So how can you decide what ministry is formed? The Bible says that the gifts come by the Holy Spirit. So if the Holy Spirit is the gift giver, then you can't determine the ministry. You have to let the Holy Spirit determine the ministry. Because he is the one that will determine the gift. You see, your ministry will be determined by your gift. Now, I understand you want to do something with your wife. But you got to do it where the gift is. Because if it's not where her gift is, then you are going to destroy what you're trying to do. Because you can't get, you can't force a blessing and you can't force a ministry. You, 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 you don't do that. That's not biblical. The Holy Spirit will Show you the gift. It's just like in a church. It's just like the church. Because we are, we as the church will be, our gifts will enhance the church. So if you are in a church, if you're a pastor or a leader in the church, and I, I try to teach this and, and tell uh, ministers and pastors of the church, if you see one thing show up in your church. For instance, if you are a, a, a pastor of a church and you, uh, a homosexual show up in your church and you minister to that homosexual, then you look up and another one show up in your church that confesses that they are homosexual. And they won't help. Now you don't you don't minister to that. Why? Because now you have two. You have a ministry. See, you see, you had a, you ministered to one. Now 
another done showed up, there's a reason why there's another one there. Because God is opening up a door to show you that there is a ministry in your church. And that's how a lot of people miss out on what's going on in their own house. See, you have to understand that there is a ministry in your house, but you so blinded by what you doing that you don't see the gift of your wife. Because you trying to focus on your gift. I didn't force my wife to do nothing. I don't force my wife to do anything. I don't get, get over here. Are you mad? This is my wife. This is the woman that I love. This no child. This is a grown woman. This is the woman that I suppose be able to talk to that's equally yoked with me of the same mindset. We able to talk. This is no robot. This is a human being. We got the same thought pattern. We can talk to one another. She, she can finish my sentences. We can talk. She knows when I'm ready, when I'm hungry. She knows when I'm ready to laugh. You know, all this type of stuff. She knows what I like on TV. She, she knows what, you know, help me with the sermons. She, she matter of fact, she can tell me, hey, you know, listen, I would sure like to hear you preach on this. And when she say these type of things, she hits the, the stuff that I like to preach on. See, this is the type of woman that this is. So you mean to tell me I can't talk to this woman? That I cannot look at this woman and see what God done put in her? So why is it that you cannot see the gift in your wife? All you got to do is watch her. All you got to do is watch and, and take the eyes off of you. See, because the things that I do, now this is just one of the things that I do. My wife do not do everything that I do. I don't expect my wife to do everything that I do. I don't expect my wife to attempt to do everything that I do. A lot of the stuff my wife do that I do, because a lot of the stuff that I do, my wife do. Not because she was doing it because she started doing it when, I, when we got married. No, my wife was doing it before we got married. When I met her, I didn't know she was doing it. One of the most craziest things, let me tell you something. The most craziest thing when I met my wife, you know, you know my wife, me and my wife both. Let me tell y'all a secret here. I'm gonna tell y'all some, some secret stuff. Here's go some secret stuff now. Don't y'all tell nobody. I don't want nobody to tell nobody. Listen, me and my wife both, don't nobody, y'all listen now. Keep this to yourself now. Watch this. Me and my wife both, we both, now we, we call ourselves coding. We coding now. We, we, we coding. We coding heavy, heavy coding. 
some heavy coating. Both of us go to bed before the dark even come in. We both go to bed like 4.30, 5 o'clock, 5.15. No later than 6 o'clock, both of us in the bed. Both of us afraid to tell each other we go to bed at this time. We coating though, we coating heavy. We coating heavy now, we coating heavy. This some heavy coating we doing. We've been coating for about three weeks. Now we both scared to tell each other cause we don't want to make each other seem like we strange. This how well God put this together. Cause both of us like to be in the bed by 5.30. You hear me? By 5.30 in the afternoon, we like to be in the bed. Lights out, everything. House shut down. Yes, baby. Amen. I'm talking about lights out. The day over with. TV off, everybody sleep. That's because that's we get up so early. We used to getting up at early. Frying chicken by 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock in the morning. We frying chicken, eating eggs and fried chicken. Ooh, we up reading the Bible and everything. But this is how we live. Now, I didn't tell my wife to get up at that time of morning. My wife been doing that for years on her own. But I've been living like that myself. You see what I'm saying? You have to just watch your wife, not try to train your wife. It's not a puppy. You train a puppy. You live with your wife. You enjoy your wife. You embrace your wife. And then y'all can come up together with a ministry because you do radio, that's fine. That's your thing. Let that be your thing. I know you probably saw me and my wife. Listen, you probably will never see my wife face on nothing. And if you do, you will be blessed. My wife don't like to show her face. And listen, you and listen, if she don't never want to show her face, y'all will never see it. You feel me? You will never see it. And that, hey, that's, listen, y'all won't never see it. Any kind of way my wife won't do it is fine with me. Y'all will never see it. I ain't got no problem with that. So listen, don't, if, Whatever the ministry is between you and your wife, you got to let your wife be your wife and you be yours. If this, if, if because you saw me and my wife doing what we do, this is the way that we do our thing. This our thing. That's because this is how God brought our ministry together. That don't mean God gonna bring your ministry like that. It's all right. Maybe y'all ministry might be going to the nursing home just sitting there talking, reading books to the elderly. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It might be going to the food pantry. That's where I met my wife. 
out working at the food pantry. That's one of my favorite ministries. Putting together food pantries. Writing them out and putting them together. That's one of my favorite ministries. That's the kind of stuff I do. It's a whole lot of other stuff that me and my wife do together. Going soul winning. That's other stuff we do. This ain't the only stuff you could do. So don't be looking at, and, and, and the Bible tells you, listen, uh, uh, my brother, the Bible tells you, don't covet. And covet is, is, is a real dangerous sin. Because even Paul said that he didn't even know he was covenant until the law came in. See, because covetousness is a, it, it's a powerful sin because it's easy to covet. It's very easy to covet. You can see somebody else with something or doing something and having something, and you want that in your life too. It's easy to covet. So, listen, just sit back and look at your wife as an individual, not as a possession not as all these false teachers going around as you have an authority over. Because you don't have authority over nothing but the fowls of the air, the fish of the sea, the cattle of the land, and every creeping thing that crawleth upon the earth. Your wife ain't none of those things. Your wife ain't none of those things. That's the only thing you got authority over. That's all, okay? Now there's a divine order, but God gave you authority over those things. Now, learn to look at your wife and see her for what God has given unto you. And then when you see her as what God has given unto you, God will reveal to you the gift that he has put in her. And as you being the priest of your house, and if you do what the Bible says, submit yourself unto your wife, because in order for you to lift her up to the place where she's supposed to be, you must bow before her to lift her. You can't lift her up looking down on her. You got to be down before her to lift her up. In order to pick her up, you got to get down, be, uh, lay down before her to grab her by her ankles to lift her up. You can't lift her up looking down on her. You got to get down you got to bow before her and grab her by her feet and lift her up to heaven because that's where she's supposed to go. And she does the same for you. If both of you are bowing, lifting each other up, who you think is in charge? If you bowing and she bowing, and it can't be but one person left standing. 
because it's three people in a marriage. If you bowing and she bowing, it ain't number one person left standing. And that's Jesus. Because he is the only one in charge. Because he is the only one that paid the price for both of you. And he will determine the ministry. He will give you your ministry. He will give you, give her her ministry. And he will give the family their ministry. Everybody will have their time with him. Because that's all the ministry is. Your time with him. Because it's never about you. All of it is about him. Right, amen. See, it's never about you. The ministry is always about him. That's right. So it'd be your time. He would give you your time with him. He will give her her time with him. And then he will give the whole family their time together with him. Yeah. Because it's all about him. It's all about him. That's all it is. It's all about him. It is all about the man, Christ Jesus. Amen. It's all about him. That's who it's all about. The man, Christ Jesus. And if you keep that focus, believe me, it won't, it, it won't even seem like nothing. I'm, I'm telling you, it, 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 it'll get a lot easier. If you just know just, just, just half of the mess that me and my uh, uh, wife go through sometimes with, with, with people calling us names and stuff, because you come, you, 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 you realize you've been in there 10 years. So you know how some of the people will, uh, 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 go and uh, uh, talk about you in ministry, how they would uh, uh, do with you in ministry, what they will say about you in ministry and how they will say about you in ministry and everything. You know what people will say and what they would do. You know how they would backbite you, how they would stab you in the back. So you know how ministry would go. So you know, whatever you choose, whether you and your wife, whatever God allows you and your wife to do, it has to be something that your wife gonna have to truly enjoy. It can't be nothing that you wanna force her into. It got to be something that God puts her into because it's gonna be people that's gonna be backbiting, backstabbing, trying to pull you down, the enemy gonna be trying to walk on you, gonna be trying to tear you apart, gonna be trying to do all kind of stuff in it. So if God ain't in it, you know what's gonna happen. You already know what's gonna happen. You already know what's gonna happen. If you've been in ministry 10 years, you already know if you don't allow God to put that thing together, you know what's going to happen. That ministry will wreck your home and everything because the devil going to be all in it. Yes, 
So, just, just, just relax. Alexa, call Monico dinner. Calling Monica, dinner as mobile. So you know how that's gonna go. Hello. Hey. Hey, it cut on. It, it cut on off on us. This one acting crazy too. Okay. Well, we still on air, so I just wanted to call you back. See if you got anything else you want to say. Oh no, baby, no, it's not. Okay then. Well. Okay. All right. You want to pray us out? Okay. Okay. Heavenly Father, we just come to you today in the spirit and in truth. And we just thank you so much, Father God, for your angels, your men of God, your pastors, your reverends, whatever title people decide that they want to use the title the man of God. I Father God, we just want to continue to just ask you to bless us right now, Lord, with, and remember, Lord, the family. Jesus Christ, to be in. Lord, we want to remember those that's standing for you. Lord, and we're asking you right now, Lord, to reveal unto them their gifts. And Lord, remind them that they love one another. Lord, remind them that they are your children. Remind them, Lord, that you love them. And Lord, remind them, Lord, that their gifts are given by your precious Holy Spirit. And Lord, as the gifts of the Spirit are confirmed in your word, Lord, as they sit down together, not at each other, but with each other, not as separate, but as one. And Lord, right now, Lord, if there's anyone here, Lord, that has you tugging at their heart, Lord, we know that right now you are calling those to be in your family. Lord, we're just asking that right now that they can cry out unto you by simply with a prayer. Father, I am a sinner. Jesus. I believe in you. I'm here at the altar. I submit unto you. Jesus, save my soul. Right now. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, I pray. Thank you, Jesus, today. We thank you right now in Jesus' name. We call upon your precious name to rain down on all of your people, Lord, as we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Well, we thank you all for being here with us. And um, that was Sister Cassandra, wasn't it? What was her name again? Yes. Cassandra. Sister Cassandra, we're going to keep you and your husband in prayer. And we want y'all to write us back and tell us what that radio station is. I would like to listen to your husband one time at least. I don't want to 
not listen to another brother's, uh, I, I, I want to hear his radio station sometime. Might, might want to tune in. And, uh, at least I know the station. Amen. Yeah, yeah me and my wife might want to tune in and listen to him. Holler on the Amen. radio station. Might want to call in and say, give a shout out. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, we want all y'all to know if y'all, uh, um, if, if you don't have a Bible, please listen. If you got one, start reading. If you, if you don't have a church, please find one. Start following the man Christ Jesus. Turn from your ways and start following the man Christ Jesus. Listen, if you want to stay here with us and keep up with what we're doing, listen, we got a free app that you can add right to your phone. All you got to do is follow. Go to our website, www.arkofthemeministry, of the covenant, I'm sorry, of the covenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y.com. Again, that's ark, www.arkofthemeministry.com. The Covenant, C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T Ministry, M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y.com. Go through one of the portals there, prayer messaging, spiritual exercise, mental or physical workout, and follow the instructions there. Or either just simply go to the Spaced uh, app in your app store and download and follow the instructions there. Ark of the Covenant Ministry. You can also follow us on our podcast, Ark of the Covenant Ministry Podcast. We, it's a collage of great things there, you know, going through the Bible in 10 minutes where we going line by line, verse by verse through the Bible. We spend in three minutes in interpretation, three minutes in application, and three minutes in revelation, and one minute to sum it all up. You can be able to find that on our podcast. We also got a YouTube channel, Ark of the Covenant 2 channel on YouTube, where we got hundreds of hundreds of videos you can spend Amen. you can spend a long time if you ain't got yes, anything to do got some <laughs> great stuff on there we even got some songs don't we dear <laughs> yes. we got some songs on there. I'm telling you listen you type in worship songs or Christmas songs uh, on 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 that YouTube boy you gonna see some songs we got some songs on there Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We Amen. got a Facebook page, Ark of the Covenant Ministry Facebook page. So, listen, we trying to be everywhere you are. So, whenever you want to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, we are there. All of our stuff is free. Don't cost nothing. All we want from you is your prayers so we can continue to spread the gospel all over the world. And we're working Amen. on the skill for Alexa app. You can also hear your podcast through Alexa. So, hey, we, we try to be everywhere. Amen. 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 And as my wife always says, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Have a blessed day now. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Amen, baby.